Hey, I'm Nicole, your host of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. On this show, we're going to be pulling back the curtain on how to create the lifestyle of your dreams. I created my dream lifestyle through working online, creating a business that lights me up every single day, traveling the globe, and generating wealth. On this show, we'll take a deep dive into these topics and so much more. I have created my own online business from literally zero after discovering my passion for online business and my non-complacency for working for someone else in a nine to five job. On this podcast, I'll be sharing everything I have learned and everything I'm still learning because how I got to where I am today should not be kept a secret. It's your time to love your work, build your wealth, and create the lifestyle of your dreams. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And today we're going to talk on more of a business podcast episode than a travel podcast episode. Um, My content is usually pretty divided between those two topics, but today we're going to dive into the business aspect of things. One of my absolute favorite things to talk about is creating your own business. I specifically love online business because I love all the tech that goes into it on the online side, but... um, I love to chat anything online business. And as you know, I'm a full-time nomad. So I travel the world and run my business um, full-time from my computer. It is a dream. Seriously, if you have any questions, message me on Instagram and we can chat further. But today, what I am going to talk about is really at the very beginning of starting your business, what what are the credentials and what are the criteria that you need in order to really figure out what you want to even start within your business? What business do you want to start? What do you want to offer? Who do you want to serve? Who are you passionate about helping? What group or groups of people? So today I'm going to give you some food for thought um, that I have been thinking a lot about lately for various different reasons, but there are really two ways to go. Well, there's definitely more than two, but I would say a lot of people choose between one of these options when choosing to start an online business. So the first one is you can become a coach and that's a very viable option. A lot of people do do this, um, but there are some certain difficulties that come along with being a coach, which I'm going to discuss. The other option is to be a service provider. So a done for you service provider. Maybe you've heard of this before. Maybe you haven't. Either way, we're going to dive into it. And typically these are, and you can actually do a little bit of both, but I would say typically you start out as one or the other and then expand upon and build your business based on that specific one. And you can go into kind of the other area. If you're a coach, you can become a service provider. More likely it's going to be vice versa. If you are a service provider, you can do some coaching or consulting work, but it typically starts out as one and just to keep your business as simple as possible at the very beginning, I would highly recommend to just start out as one. So, all right, so let's dive into it. So a coach is, I think we all know, kind of know at least what a coach or a consultant 
is depending on what your knowledge and background is. You can be a consultant or you can be a coach. A lot more goes into coaching than just simply throwing up a website and saying, hey, I'm good at this, so I'm going to coach on this. It really is kind of like a brain bending activity sometimes to really want to get your client's results. However, I do find that many people see coaches and see them just blowing up overnight or hear of one coach blowing up overnight. And so it's like, oh, great. Okay. I'm going to become a coach. And I think a lot of the times we oversimplify it so much. It's funny in multiple Facebook groups, and I'll always remember this. I've seen some posts saying like, oh my gosh, starting my own business online is a lot more difficult than I expected. I just want to go back to the nine to five and have a steady income and know the work I'm going to be doing. And I actually think a lot of people feel this way. It's not coaching and even just starting your own business in general is not made for everybody. It is a lot of work. Um, but coaching, I think, can seem easier because that's all we see. We don't see the failed coaches. We only see the successful coaches online. And I think that's also something and something realistic as well to keep in mind that a lot of the time that is all you see. You don't ever, you know, you're not going to see an advertisement of a failed coach. They're not going to have the money to advertise. So I think that... Um, you know, it, it, we really want to take into consideration all of the factors, not only the bright side, happy factors, of course, when being realistic about starting your own business. Also think, do you have an audience you can sell to? If the answer is yes, then coaching might be a lot easier for you than if the answer is no. Um, but one other thing about coaching specifically that a done-for-you service provider does not have the luxury of having is that you typically will have a lot more time to actually grow your business because you're doing coaching or group coaching or whatever it may be, maybe an hour a day, you know, maybe three hours per day, maybe four hours per day, four days a week, or whatever your set schedule is. But typically, it's not going to be something that's ongoing where you're on call on retainer work for clients, which can be a um, deterring factor for a done for you service provider. So that's a little bit about coaching. Um, if you are really knowledgeable or certified or whatever it may be in one area, and especially if you have an audience within that one area, I would say coaching would probably be the best for you. And really, you have to kind of audit your life and your audience and your business and your knowledge and your expertise and see which is really best for you when you first start your business. But those are a few of the pros and cons of coaching. So next, we're going to go into a done for you service provider, which is what I offer. This is the world that I am in and have been in for quite a while. And I will tell you, I personally think having done some coaching myself as well, I personally think that it, it can be a lot more high stress especially from the very beginning, because you are in one or two aspects running somebody else's business for them. So a done-for-you service provider is a service provider who provides a done-for-you service. I know it's very self-explanatory, who provides a completed service so that the person hiring you does not have to spend their time on this service. They are instead spending their money. So some examples of a done-for-you service provider could be a podcast manager, could be an executive or virtual assistant, 
could be a social media manager. You know, there are many, many other options out there. There's really, it's, it's absolutely limitless. Um, but these are services that you are providing to sometimes coaching clients, sometimes even clients who have brick and mortar stores. It really depends on who your niche is as a done for you service provider. However, you will from the very beginning have less time to grow your business because you are working within someone else's business, your client's business. And then as your business starts to grow, you are going to be working in multiple clients' businesses. And the thing with a done-for-you service provider is a lot of the time you can get lost in growing their business and doing the task or tasks that you are supposed to be doing that they're paying you to do for their business that you sometimes forget about your own business and that you need to grow your own business. So this is a problem I've encountered. This is a problem I honestly really do think every other service provider I have talked to in some capacity has faced this because this is just the reality of being a done-for-you service provider. So that is definitely something to take into consideration. Now, I would say, depending on the service you offer, um, there are two options for a done-for-you service provider. There is project-based or there is retainer-based. So project-based is, let's say, for example, a website designer. You're going to create the website. Maybe it takes three weeks. Maybe it takes three months. I don't know. You're going to create the website for the client and then your work is done. Yes, maybe you can have some optional like add-ons of monthly maintenance. I don't know. But essentially the work is done after the product is delivered. So that is product-based. Whereas a retainer-based, which is my preferred style, but also does come with some pros and cons as well, but the pro of retainer base is that you are having an almost guaranteed income every single month because they are paying you to come into their business, do the work for them, and it's a monthly fee. So an example of this is a podcast manager. If you have a podcast coming out every week, which is pretty standard, you can't just hire one podcast manager for a month and be done with it because you're gonna have ongoing work. So that is retainer-based work and that is the work that I personally prefer. Um, also in terms of security, it's definitely much better unless you have a huge revolving door and a big audience coming in, then project-based might be better. However, with retainer-based specifically, because you are a done-for-you service provider, you are retainer-based, you are month after month, day after day working on your clients' businesses, it can be very tricky, and this is the most tricky, I would say, to work on your own business and not let your own business sink while you are growing your clients' business because that's what you're getting paid to do. And with project-based, you can, you know, maybe one month accept one less client because, you know, you need to focus more on your content creation or whatever it may be to help grow your business. Um, so these are really some things that I want you to actually sit down and think about. Take your skills, expertise, certifications, experience, everything into it and think, do I want to be on the coaching consultant side? Do I want to be done for you service provider with the really amazing skill I have that people need. If that's the route, do you want to be retainer based? Do you want to be project based? There's a lot of things to think about. And these are really important when starting your business or at the very beginning stages of your business, if you have a business, but you haven't clarified any of this yet. And 
This will also help position you to your target audience. They know how to work with you. They know, okay, if I hire this person, I have to pay them every month. If I hire this person, I'm gonna be paying them a bigger fee, but it's a one-time only fee because I only need one website and then I'm done. So you really want to think about this to also position yourself to your audience um, so that they know right out the gate, how do they work with you? And what does that look like when working with you? So there are many, many other things to take into consideration. I think we all know this when starting a business, but this is something that I think is very often overlooked. And I think it is important to really think about what do you want to offer? What do you like to offer? What are you comfortable offering? Maybe you're not comfortable having three different clients every single week, day, month who are messaging you, needing more things done, whatever it may look like. It's a lot. And it is something that needs to be scalable as well. So you want to take that into consideration as well, the scalability factor when thinking about all of this. If you do, you know, if you do want to have a um, based business that is retainer, how is that going to look for you in two years? How are you going to continue to make more money month over month without being completely burnt out and having to take on 35 clients because you want to have that level of income? You know, how does it look in terms of scalability as well? It is absolutely something to consider within thinking about everything else here. So I hope that this gave you some really amazing food for thought. I know even though I'm well into my business, it always gives me some food for thought to think about. Um, and these are really some of the important things to think about when you are first getting off the ground. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Links are in bio and feel free to ask away there. Check me out there. Check out my website. I have a service guide if you want to see what I am offering and who I work with directly and how I help them. Feel free to download my service guide and I look forward to catching you in the next episode.